Hello, Tile friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Tile Money Podcast. This is the podcast that is strengthening the tile industry. We're doing this with our business education designed for contractors by contractors. And this education is assisting tile contractors around the world to build sustainable, profitable businesses. The result is a stronger industry from the installer up, friends. All right, friends, today I've got a solo episode for you. I'm going to be talking to you alone. I don't have an interview for you. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep you entertained, so I, I hope to do that. I've got three main topics I want to discuss. Um, I'm recording this Monday night, the uh, the 25th, I guess it is 24th, something like that. I I was just in Las Vegas last week, so I want to do a Tice recap. The International Surfaces event is where I was at and, and where I was uh, networking with tile contractors and the industry at large. So I'm gonna just do a little recap there. Uh, one of the subject, the second the sep, second subject um, that I that I want to talk to you about tonight is this debate that was kind of happening. It wasn't necessarily a debate, but it was a discussion. It was certainly a discussion. The question is, what is the future of these large events? Uh, a lot of people, most people had an opinion on it. Uh, some people, you know, and it, it tended to go one way or the other way. So we're going to get into that and, and why maybe it matters to talk about it or at least think about it and what can come of it. And then the third subject, the third subject is a little more controversial for you friends today. I want to talk about social media, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, I want to talk about basically there's two differing opinions on social media in the tile industry, probably the construction industry in general. Is it is it either good? Are we sharing too much or you know, that would be the bad, the, you know, the bad um, viewpoint. Are we sharing too much in the industry or is the sharing that we're doing actually building up the industry from the inside? That's what we're uh, doing, I believe, with this podcast. So, um, you know, not to spoil my viewpoint on it, but um, I, I, I really can see both viewpoints. Um, so I sympathize with both viewpoints and I could probably argue both viewpoints. I can argue both sides. I, I like to do that. I argue with myself. I argue with my, my best friends, my wife, stuff like that. All right, but before we get into those three subjects, I want to um, thank our sponsors uh, of the Tile Money podcast that make this podcast a weekly show possible. The NTCA is the National Tile Contractors Association, and that can really be one of your most valuable resources as a tile contractor today. It's the oldest and the largest association for tile contractors in North America they can answer the questions that you have, whether it be you're looking for a solution for a complicated problem on the job, uh, technical questions. Uh, maybe you want an introduction to a specific expert that you've heard of, or you, maybe you don't know who the expert is. Maybe you have a, a niche you're in or you want to get into. Call up the NTCA, get a hold of Jim Olson. They will point you in the right um, the right direction, what, whatever the case might be, whatever you're looking for tile related, the NTCA has your back. They have the resources and, and their members. Uh, I honestly can tell you they're some of the most pro professional and profitable tile contractors. I know today, the NTCA members. So you join for the, the community 
and you stick around because you enjoy it and you talk to people inside the NTCA, the members, and that's exactly what they'll tell you, that it's been a huge boost and a benefit from for their business. So you can talk to Jim Olson uh, to learn more about what the NTCA can do for your business. Ladycrete International is another sponsor of ours. Uh, Ladycrete is one of the leading innovators in the tile installation materials uh, throughout the world. They are literally credited with inventing Thinset and, and because of that, they were able to win the World Trade Center contract for providing that lightweight solution so that they could build the world's tallest buildings. This is, I'm talking about the original World Trade Center. So they needed a lightweight posit, uh, product. They needed lightweight materials in order to build those extra stories. And Ladycrete had the solution for the flooring, um, you know, adhesive. Thinset. So how cool is that story? It's a family-run, privately held company. They have family values. You can feel this whether you're talking with a, a local rep all the way up to the family members who are still working in the business. Ladycrete provides everything you need to install tile from the waterproofing to the grout and the silicone. It's a one-stop um, company. GoBoard is another one of our sponsors. GoBoard is an innovative tile backer board. Now, this is manufactured by Johns Manville. Johns Manville is a, a very large, old, uh, very resourceful company, has a, a lot of great people working inside that company. And they've come out with this GoBoard. You, you might have used it if you've heard of it. If you haven't heard of it, you should check it out. You can discover all the different possibilities. It's one of those lightweight boards. It's easy to cut, easy to handle. It's waterproof, completely waterproof. It's lightweight. Um, I already said that, didn't I? You know, time is really of the essence uh, when, when you're, you know, on most jobs that I've been on and with the GoBoard product, you can just grab them in one hand almost, a, a big bundle of them, and take them up the stairs and carry a screw gun in the other hand. You can seal those joints and fastener penetrations by using their GoBoard Pro sealant, and, and that'll get you ANSI A118.10 compliant. So that's pretty cool. Uh, the GoBoard sealant is now available in those large 20-ounce sausage packs, so you can ask your distributor to bring those in. So we all know prep is everything, and uh, I really believe uh, JM GoBoard has uh, a great product to get you set off on the right foot. So learn more about it, jm.com slash GoBoard. All right, so remember the three subjects were the TICE recap, the International Surfaces event, and then I wanted to get into this large event discussion. Uh, I might share some of my opinions and, and share the two kind of differing opinions that I heard at least I you know basically one or the other right so the last thing I'm going to talk to you about is the social media business um, I have a lot of a lot of good friends you know uh, that I I've been making and, and that I've known for a long time uh, and you know so I, I respect I respect these people even if we have differing viewpoints you know I want to say that Um but I, I think it's a good discussion to have in a, in a respectful, professional way. And I think this is something that I, wanna, you know, I wanted to address tonight because I see it a lot. I, I see this subject come up a lot. So let's get started with this Tice recap. Yeah. <clears throat> Why, excuse me. So if you've never been to one of these trade shows like the International Surfaces event, um, you might be wondering, you know, what's it all about? Why, why would you go, right? Well, 
one of the main reasons to go is to make friends inside the tile industry uh, in real, real, you know, in real life, as they say, IRL, uh, belly to belly, you know, shaking hands, uh, hanging out, uh, getting drinks, getting food, you know, really a deep, deep relationship, deeper than sometimes we can, we can make on, on social media, right? Pardon me. So you go there to make new friends, uh, to, to see new products. And, and this is really paramount. It's, it's really, um, uh, a, a business boost, you know, it's, it's, it's a really a good thing for your business because you're, you're learning you're, you, you know, you, you have that bond instantly, that tile bond, right? And it's, it's hilarious how, how much more you find that you have in common with other tile installers and tile contractors and, and tile people, really. I mean, everybody in the industry, we all have a lot in common, more, way more than we think. And the only way you get that to that point is usually by breaking bread, right? Having a bread, you know, having a meal together, having a drink. You, uh, you know, one of the benefits besides learning and education and business is frankly just relaxing. You know, I, I, I really want to stress and don't want to forget to uh, talk about relaxing on these events, you know. Now, this is a business trip. All these are business trips, which is great. You can write them off, you know, talk to your accountant about that. Um, you can enjoy life. You can relax. You get a little break in your routine. So it's it's really good. It's really beneficial. One of my early episodes was about vacations, how important vacations are to business owners. And I was actually on vacation when I recorded that episode, that was that was three years ago, nearly three years ago, I should say, nearly 150 episodes ago. But I really, you know, that's always been important to me because if you're not if you're not balanced and you're not kind of slowing down and breaking your routine, you really get that tunnel vision and, and you can get discouraged and depressed in, in your work. And so, um, especially you know. After what we've been through in the last year and a half or so, I feel like a lot of people are feeling that. I know I was feeling that. It was really good for me to break away. I uh, I got home and, and just kind of relaxed a little bit harder than I normally would. It was, you know, Father's Day weekend, and, and we had met some friends in the park on Saturday. And I really tried to stay off social media a lot because I knew when um, when Monday hit today, I was going to have a full day online and, and get back into the routine, which is good. I'm, I was more excited to get back to work after that break. And I was, uh, I felt, I felt, you know, real good. I feel energized all day today. So it's really, you know, don't discount the, the relaxing portion of it. And what I love is, you know, when you can mix, mix business and, and pleasure, right? A little bit of business and a little bit of pre- pleasure, and the interesting thing is those relationships that I was mentioning, those friends that you're going to make, you're going to have some of those friends for life. And some of the people that go to these shows for, you know, years, year after year after year, like I'll pick on my friend Trask and mention his name, Trask Bergerson. Trask is someone I've been following on the internet and following his advice for, um, I mean, 15 years, 
14 years since 2008. Uh, in 2008, I got heavy into the John Bridge forums. I was a new contractor. I had just received my California license, and I was, I was reading a lot on John Bridge. I, I didn't have a lot of work, so I thought, well, let me let me cement my you know my knowledge. And I learned how much I had to learn. Right, I learned how much or how little I knew. <laughs> And you don't know what you don't know. And so I've been actually following Trask and, and for a long time. He probably never knew my name until about three or three, four years ago, which is fine. I, I, I wasn't very vocal. Um, you wouldn't know it today, of course. But I wasn't very vocal back then on the Internet forums, like the John Bridge forum. And, um, but what happened was I really looked up to Trask, and um, I'll mention another name, and Brad Denny. And, um, these guys come to find out the reason there's, you know, part of the reason they're so successful and, um, continue to be is because they've been going to these events for many years and Trask, even the reason I'm mentioning him in regards to this event is just today he mentioned, you know, I, I meet people at these events every single time and I get their phone numbers and everybody knows something a little bit different. And, I never know when I'm going to find myself in a situation where I might say to myself, you know who I need to call is, is that Luke Miller guy that I just met or whoever, right? I need to call Jim Bob. I think Jim Bob would have the answer to this question. And I met him. We broke bread. We, we had a great dinner. We connected over music or fishing or whatever the case might be. Shooting guns. <laughs> whatever you got up to in Vegas. And we connected, and, and we're staying in touch, and now I know him a little better than I did online, or maybe you, maybe he's not, maybe that person is not on the internet, not on social media, right? And so you, you now have that extra resource, you know, that extra friend who can help you when you, when you come up against the wall, and you, you need that answer. So Trust said that that's part of what he's been doing all these years, is going to these events and, you know, making friends and then call, knowing when to call on them and having the courage to call them because he was their friend and he is their friend. And so that's really the most powerful thing that these events have to offer besides, you know, looking at new tools, learning about new tools. I mean, I think everybody sees a, a new tool at these events that they didn't know existed or they're talking and having discussions, they learn about a new method that they didn't know about or a different way to do things that they didn't know about that's going to shave them an hour per day or some something of this nature, you know, that's going to save them time, save them money. So it's smart business to go to these events, and, and that's the bottom line. I mean, if you can only go to one a year, and I know we're in a, in a strange situation here, um, I mean, Tice is, you know, look, it's the middle of June. It's the 21st today. I see now I have a calendar there. It's the, it's the middle, the end of June, and Tice was last week. It's normally in, I, I think, December, January, end of, end of year, beginning of year type of situation. And, and I know we have coverings, and I know Tice wasn't, you know, as well attended. It was probably, it was probably in my opinion, like 50% full, but... I heard talk of even less. I, I, I don't know. I didn't do a head count. I, I wouldn't know that. I'm not the right guy to answer. But 
I would say it was about half, you know, attendance compared to other years. But what that meant, frankly, and we have another show coming up here. If you're listening to this in June or early July, we have a show July 7th through the 9th covering so you can get your butt over there. But what these smaller, less attended events mean is deeper relationships, more time spent with people, less people is going to mean you're developing deeper relationships. So you're almost like, you know, you're, you're, you're putting a little, um, (laughs) I don't know what I was going to say. You're, you're really, um, you know, intensifying that relationship instead of, you know, talking to a hundred people, you might only talk to 50 or 20, but you're going to have a much deeper and meaningful conversations. And you can find the friends that you want to hang around. Frankly, you know, you go to these events, you find people that are where you want to be, whatever that means to you, and there's no right answer there. It might mean you find somebody who's working by themselves with an assistant, but they're making hella good money, and you want to imitate that. It might mean that you meet somebody who has a showroom and and 30 employees, and does slab work and tile work and flooring. And that's who you want to imitate. And that's who you want to get to know. Well, at these events and inside the NTCA, frankly, is where you're going to find all of those people. And that's that's the power of being there. Um, if I if I could do anything differently at, at this last Tice, and I guess I'll, I'll do my best to apply it to the upcoming show at Coverings, I would slow down a little, a little bit more. Um, it's hard. You really have to force yourself to slow down. I I was there for only like two days, so I I was being pulled in several um, directions, and I had a, a, a show that I or a after party that I planned, so it was difficult to slow down and and slow my mind down. But really, the only way you can do that at these events because you're saying well, slow down. What are you talking about? You're in Vegas or you're in Orlando or wherever. How do you slow down? Well. The way you slow down is just to um, make sure that each conversation you have, you're giving it your all. And, you know, once the conversation is done, you can move on knowing that you got as much and gave as much as you could. And that's how you slow down. I mean, whether you're, you know, I have a five-year-old now. Well, she's almost five. And I just can't believe it. So the reason, the way you slow down time, I'm learning the way I slow down time with my daughter and in life is to uh, stay focused on the task at hand, right? Enjoy it and really enjoy that that task at hand, whether that's raising your children or visiting with a good friend. Um, if it's going to be 20 minutes, make it the best 20 minutes you can make it, okay? Uh, you can't talk to everybody at these events, and that's not the goal, really. That shouldn't be your goal. It wasn't my goal, but you could make it count. So I'll, I'll give you a quick rundown of my of my trip, just so you kind of know and, and get a sense for the kind of stuff, the kind of shenanigans that that we get up to. You know, they say what stays in Vegas or what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Well, I'll share with you um, what I can here. <laughs> so Tuesday I flew in. I, I got right in the airport. Uh, I was at the hotel by I don't know two o'clock. I think two thirty. Um, uh, I met, I, I seen a couple friends right away. We had a short discussion. I wanted, I was pretty anxious to get to the room. 
And I decided right then and there I was going to do something that I normally would never do. That's part of my thing, right, is, you know, just like I'm saying, slow down. I took a long bath, almost fell asleep in the bath because it's like, well, this will be the only only 45 minutes of this trip that I'm going to have to myself besides the four hours of sleep I was going to get the following two nights. So I did it. (laughs) And it sounds ridiculous. I mean, I'm this... You know, so, you know, it's not something I normally do, but there was this big old bathtub and I'm like six foot four. So I was like, well, I don't have a big old bathtub like this at home. Let me just sit in this tub for a few minutes. And I did it. And then after that, I went and met up with some friends. We had, um, we had a drink at the casino and then we all got in the, in a couple, um, vehicles or, or a van and we went over and we shot some, uh, some machine guns. I shot, I shot four machine guns and, uh, I forget what, what they were off the top of my head. I, I'm not really, uh, prepared to tell you that, but we can discuss that later if you want. Uh, I got a couple videos floating around out there on social media. So that was a blast. I mean, David Sandana, um, had the idea and he invited me and I invited a few friends and there was about five of us, five, six of us that went and shot these machine guns. And it was a great time. If you've ever, if you ever get a chance, I, I would recommend it. You know, it's one of those things I, I, again, I've never done it before. I, frankly, I hadn't shot a gun for probably 20 years. I think when I was 18, maybe 20 years, maybe when I was 20 years of age, we were shooting guns in the Arizona desert and then life and, you know, stuff. And I really don't shoot guns. Um, but you know, I, I have, you know, since I was, you know, 10 or 11, so I really had a good time getting back into that a little bit, and that was fun. Then that evening, pretty much after we shot those guns, we went um, over to Top Golf, which the, was the go-board event that they were kind enough to invite us to. And that was a great event. Again, if you ever get a chance to go to Top Golf or a go-board event or, or Top Golf at a or go-board event at Top Golf, definitely go. Definitely take your take that invite up. It's a great great place for an after-hours networking. You got. Uh, some sports, some drinks, some food, and good, good, good people. So we had a blast there. Then we were networking after hours, um, you know, meeting friends that were coming and going and seeing people that, you know, I wanted to see for years and I haven't been able to catch up with them. And so we stayed up, you know, not all night, but, you know, into the, into the night, <laughs> into the morning, I should say. And we had a great time. And so Wednesday, we woke up and had some breakfast with friends. We hit the show floor. Uh, we did a lot of networking. I, I hit the education stage to watch Kyle Hedin, uh, of the with the Floor, floor Academy podcast. And he did a presentation about podcasting, which I thought was very cool. And he, he nailed it. He did a great job. If you're not listening to the Floor Academy podcast, you can find that everywhere podcasting is heard, I'm sure. So that was, that was my event. Um, Wednesday evening was the tile. That was my day. I should say Wednesday evening was the tile money networking event. We did that at a restaurant called, uh, El Segundo's and we had probably 80 to a hundred people there at, at peak. So it was a very well attended event. Thank you all. If you were one of the contractors, one of the people who showed up and, and, and had a good time. Thank you for coming. And thank you to the sponsors. Uh, we had 10 sponsors supporting that. So we, we were able to provide food and drinks. Uh, we had some great 
appetizers. It was a Mexican restaurant, so we had all kinds of tacos, everything from mahi-mahi to pork belly. Uh, we had some shrimp shooters, some ceviche. Um, we had a lot, a lot of different stuff like that, some phenomenal guacamole and chips and salsa. And then, of course, we had dessert. We had these little... Uh, uh, flan. Flan is one of my favorite desserts, and it was it was a great flan, uh, exceptional flan. We also had brownies and stuff like that. So I want to thank Mercury, Ladecrete, Sika, Contractors Direct, Tech, NTCA, GoBoard, LedgerBoard Pro, Gunlock. If you don't know what LedgerBoard Pro is, watch last week's episode on YouTube. Gunlock was a supporter as well as Schluter. So thank, I want to thank those companies for um, getting behind Tile Money. Uh, helping us raise some money for for the cause as well as throw a, a heck of a good party uh, if i don't say so myself everybody i spoke to had a really enjoyable time and so that means a lot to us uh uh you sponsors thank you for the support um it was good networking business you know was was happening business deals were made i'm sure that night and, and like i said good drinks and food so all right so let's get into the second subject Kind of the the you know the hot topic of Tice, right? So there's really two sides to the story of this, you know, differing opinions. You know, what is the future of these large events? Because obviously, like I'm saying, this was like a fifty percent and I, I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, please forgive me. Maybe it was more than fifty somewhere in the fifty percent attendance range with both um um, booth, you know, show, uh, booths there, you know, and, uh, attendees. So the, the two differing opinions kind of are, well, it's just, that's just the way it is now. And we're probably never going back to large events like this. That's one opinion that maybe they're dying a slow death. Um, of course, you know, the pandemic, the last 18 months, definitely, definitely did that. Um, we could point to some other things, but I, I think it's safe to say we could blame it, you know, 99.9% on there. Uh, the, other, the other opinion is that these events are indeed necessary and good for the industry, and we don't want them to go away, and that's why we're supporting with a booth, with the sponsorship of the Tile Money networking event, et cetera, et cetera. You know, those were really the two differing opinions that I was talking to, some of these industry leaders that I really respect. Excuse me. Can't even drink water before I podcast. So, you know, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, I personally think innovation and evolution of this kind of thing is normal. Um, I I don't have the 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 answer. You know, I don't think anybody's found the answer. But the only the the one thing I keep thinking of is why not do smaller events, more of them. And maybe some crossover events, um, you know. So, especially, I mean, you know, if 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 for the foreseeable future. Um, 
But we'll see. I don't make those decisions. To be honest, that's above my pay grade. So I, I guess I don't have that strong of an opinion on it. I will tell you, I enjoy going to these events. Uh, you heard me the first 10 minutes of this podcast talking how important it is. Important. <laughs> Did I just say that? Important. Um, how important it is to be at these events. That's my Midwest uh, accent coming out. So I, I, I really do believe it's it, it's necessary to do something, to network like this, you know, to get that relationship building and to be together in larger groups. Um, could they be smaller groups? Like I'm saying, maybe more localized, maybe regionally get togethers. Yeah. I mean, I really think there's something to that. Um, at coverings now, I'm going to try something the Tuesday before coverings, the covering starts on, on Wednesday, the, uh, the seventh, I believe. Coverings is, is yeah, the, the 7th, 8th, and 9th. So on the 6th of July, next next month, 6th is a Tuesday in Orlando. I'm going to throw a, what, I would, what I'm calling a kind of a crossover event where we're going to have a live Tile Money podcast recording in front of a live audience. I'm not sure if we'll stream it live. I'm, I'm going to work those details out. Um, but nonetheless, it'll be recorded in front of a live audience either way. We're going to have the networking portion, the food, the drinks after the event, after the podcast, um, and this will be a day before covering. So I'm expecting no less than 100 people, probably closer to 150, maybe 200 people at this event, which, you know, I, I think, you know, I've been, I've been kind of planning these events. In fact, at the beginning of the year, or really I should say the end of last year, I started planning these events. Uh, Ron Nash and I and Lady Crete held a, uh, one a couple years ago, I guess now in September of, of 2019 in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And Ron taught the class on negotiations and it was a smaller event, like 40, 40 of us there. And I, it was, you know, like I'm saying, I mean, speak of Trask, he flew in from Oregon. We had someone fly in from Canada. We had uh, people coming, you know, flying in from all over. And, and then we had a, a pretty good um, representation from the Minneapolis, St. Paul area and the states, you know, Minnesota and the, 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 um, the touching states like Wisconsin and, and North Dakota, South Dakota type of stuff. So we had a good representation, and I really felt that went well, and I was planning more of those type of um, smaller one-day business workshops. Um, frankly, COVID kind of got me discouraged on all that. But now, you know, like I'm saying, I'm, I'm getting my zeal for that, and the, the, the light is, you know, being seen at the end of the tunnel here, so to speak. And so I'm looking forward to doing this in, in two weeks' time, the day before coverings. We're going to try this again, uh, doing it a little different, have a live podcast. And if you want to be there, just let me know. I can get you on the guest list. We're going to have food and drinks like like the event in Tice. We're going to have some sponsors for it. And we're going to have a great time. It, it's going to be really fun to kick off coverings. So let me know if, if you want to be at that event. 
we have some other events like this happening. We have MUD. MUD, this is the fourth or fifth year that MUD has happened. It's typically held in Fresno, California. This year, August 26th through the 28th, it's going to be held in Idaho Falls. And that's in Idaho. August 26th through the 28th. I'm, I'm, uh, I heard other people talking about it that I would be there, so I guess I'll be there. I, I would like to go. Uh, the, the Colorado Tile Crew Facebook group, uh, CTC, Colorado Tile Crew Facebook group, they're doing in-person meetups at restaurants. I mean, they're just, you know, they're just organizing it and showing up. And they're starting to get some, some companies showing up. And I hope they get some sponsorship to help buy them, you know, beer and food and help them keep doing that uh, as often as they can or they want to. And I, I encourage everybody to do this type of thing. I think this is the type of, you know, thing that we should be doing. It's, it's easy. It's right there. And if companies want to talk to tile contractors, come hang out at our events, you know. Uh, friends, you have permission to, to, to host an event and, and to invite local tile contractors, remodelers, whoever. And if you get 10 or 12 of them in a room, call up your rep. Let them know you're going to be there. Let them know um, he's invited, she's invited, and, and first time's free. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... And it's not necessarily about that, but it's about, you know, connecting. And if the manufacturing companies want to be there, that's kind of a privilege to get invited to your small group of tile contractors. So um, you have something they want, which is a room full of tile contractors. And that room full of tile contractors probably want, you know, would appreciate being fed and and being bought a few rounds and the manufacturers can do that so um if you're interested in doing that i'm giving you permission to do it you don't need my permission just you know take that idea and run with it and if you want to talk about it before you do it talk talk about it with me i can point in the right direction if you need some names we got another great event coming up that i want to talk a little bit about in uh menonomi Falls, Wisconsin. I'm trying to read that right. Menomomi. <laughs> I don't know, man. In Wisconsin, uh, July 21st. And so it's a one-day event from 12 to 6 p.m. Tiletools.com is thro- is hosting this event with, uh, with Steve Sprung out there. And this is an event I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm going to be there. They're flying me out there. We're going to do a live podcast. We've got... Ken Ken Bale in there coming from New Jersey, and then we got a local boy Lee Calliwart who's going to be there uh, doing some presentations. They've got a host of manufacturers representing the event. They've got um, uh, some different displays. They've got some different um, a stage that we'll be having little demonstrations and and things of this nature. And like I said, the podcast with several t- local tile contractors. So this is going to be a very fun event. I'm really excited for this event uh, with TileTools.com. It's called the Tile Industry Freedom Event on July 21st, uh, 12 to 6. And Menomoni, ah, man, Menomoni Falls, Wisconsin. 
I probably keep butchering that left and right. So, <laughs> so I don't know what the future of these large events are. I'm not a fortune teller, but I do know in the meantime, we should throw a lot of little events. And I think that uh, crossover events, events of smaller size, the, the type of events I'm talking about right here, are kind of the way of the future, the, the innovation, right? Out of, out of, you know, a problematic situation, out of the fire come diamonds. And, you know, it's, uh, it's innovation. And, and I think it's great. I think, you know, localized events are, are, are great. I'm all for them. Now, we do have um, uh, some digital events coming up I'd like to mention as long as we're talking about it. Uh, I'll just mention the one. The Tile Money Business Booster Challenge is the last week of July. We're going to be focusing. It's a five-day event. It's it's short, though. It's just one hour. It's just two hours. <laughs> it's just two hours for five, every day for five days in a row. Uh, the first hour, um, we're going to talk. the fir- Okay, so I'll just tell you five days. The first day subject is mindset. The second day subject is vision and strategy. The third day is systems and workflow. And the, the uh, fourth day is pricing. There's a, there's a fifth one in there. I guess I forgot to, to write it down. So we're going to talk about these four or five um, subjects. Let me see if I can pull, pull them up here. But And we're going to dive into it. So the first hour, we're going to, we're going to, scratch the surface, so to speak. We're going to, we're going to show you, um, some case studies. And then in the second hour, we're actually going to interview the case study that the first hour was kind of drafted on. And and then you can ask them questions. I've picked five contractors that are, are exceptional on each of those categories, uh, like systems, workflow, pricing, mindset, and and we're going to set, set you up give you the tools you need within the first hour to start implementing some of this stuff in your business. The second hour, if you choose to join us in that hour, we're going to dive deeper. We're going to have the the contractor there to answer any questions. I'm going to be asking some more questions. So it's going to be, like I'm saying, kind of like a crossover thing. I'm really pumped about it, really excited because uh, we've been having a lot of great conversations with the podcast, uh, but it's kind of you know, here and there and all over the place and there's no real categories and that's fine, right? We've been building something here. We're building uh, momentum for one and I appreciate all you listening and joining us and I appreciate you telling me that it, it's helping your business, but I want to help more. I want to, I want to, you know, start to categorize things, start to address specific problems, specific strategies that you can apply in in your business. And this is the first thing we're going to start with. And what we want to do is, you know, is get your feedback uh, on this. I I love your feedback on everything I do, frankly. So we've got a a poll in the Facebook group, if you're part of the Tile Money Facebook group. And if if you can take time to to, um, look at that poll, add to it if you want, and give us some feedback on, on what you think are important subjects because we've got subtopics that we're going to be addressing all five days. So we appreciate that. So it's in the announcements that poll is. So, all right. So the the last subject I really wanted to talk about tonight or today is social media 
And again, we have two viewpoints. Is social media good or bad for the tile industry, right? I'd love to hear from you on this. I'm going to give you my viewpoints, obviously. And I'm going to kind of argue both both sides uh, because I tend to see both sides to the problem or to the question, I should say. And again, I don't have the answer. I don't even think anybody does, right? These are just kind of like, you know, things we talk about, things we think about. So on one hand, uh, a lot of people, and again, people I respect and, and, and value and appreciate, and even myself have thought this way from time to time, is social media doing more harm than good to the tile industry? And what I mean by that is a lot of times people will say like, well, these YouTube channels or these videos, wherever you're finding them, or even these tutorials that are public that teach others, even in the private groups, because, you know, we have these professional groups, but we can't always, you know, if somebody says they're a professional, we don't know if they're, you know, we don't always, we're not able to, I mean, there's a lot of people in these groups, right? So are we teaching others how to install tile? Is that creating too much competition? Is that creating more problems than it's actually creating benefits? Uh, the The argument is, yes, it, it, we're, we're too casual, too um, forthcoming with our knowledge. Uh, the other, you know, kind of going along those same lines of thinking, I see some people say that, well, installing tile is becoming too easy. It's, it's more like a DIY thing almost with the new products and the new tools we have these days. So that's kind of a, a goes, goes with that mindset. And then what I've been doing for the last three years is teaching uh, contractors and having discussions about your business. And it's pretty much all out there. Everything I do is, is basically free. The podcast, the YouTube channel, the Facebook group, again, is, is a private Facebook group, but you know, you don't always know exactly who's in there. I mean, we do our best to screen them. And I've recently, to be honest and frank about it, I've, I've implemented some extra screening, um, to kind of, you know, make sure that we're, we're getting quality inside the group. And I'm, I've always been, you know, fairly liberal with that block and boot out of the group button, because it's a privilege to be in these groups in my opinion, if you're going to, you know, act like a jerk, I don't want you in there, especially, you know, I'm, I'm understanding. I have like a two, three strike rule, but if, if it's going week after week, month after month, day after day, and you're just, you know, picking fights, you know, I, I have no problem blocking you from the groups that I admin. Um, it's not a privilege. You don't, I don't owe, you know, nobody owes it to you to be in these groups. Um, and if you don't want to be in them, why, you know, if, if all you want to do is fight and argue, I, I don't really see the point, but I'm getting a little off track here. But so that's the one side of the argument saying that, you know, Luke, you're sh- a lot of people would might say like, Luke, you're sharing too much knowledge and you know, you're these YouTube channels, they're no good. They're teaching people how to do tile. And it's just, it's really detrimental to our industry. 
there's a lot of DIYers, you know, stealing ideas or, or, you know, they didn't pay their dues. Right. And I see all that, right? Like I, I was raised up, you know, I had a five, six year apprentice. I, I left too early, even, even then, you know, I mean, I, I moved around a lot. So my apprentice was split up between mentors, um, my apprenticeship, but, um, I, I believe in, you know, paying your dues and working your way up. But I've also seen people who maybe they're a carpenter or a flooring guy or this or that for 10 years, and then they get into tile, and guess what? They know how to work with their hands a lot better than Luke at 17, 18 years old did, and they have that hot that eye-hand coordination. And so you can, it's, not, it's not always apples to apples. You can't always say, well, you know, I mean, just today we had a guy in the group, you know, who's on his third shower and he's asking how much to price it at. And it's like, you know, he's an older guy. I mean, he's like my age, it looks like. And he's been working with his hands probably as long as I have. So it's not always, you know, it's not just like some guy, some guy that just woke up and rolled out of bed and he's been in the office his whole career <laughs> and, and we're teaching him. And, um, so that's that's the one argument, the one side of the argument I should say is is that and frankly my opinion is this is all stems from a lack mentality, a lack mindset which I suffer from. So I'm not putting anybody down by saying that. I also suffer from it. I have this. I'm trying I I I am getting over it. I I should say I am getting over it because I am. But what a lack mindset is you look at the world and there's never enough. There's never enough money. There's never enough work. There's never enough love. But the opposite of the lack mindset is the abundance mindset. And so in my opinion, the abundance mindset is one where I try to live. Most, the majority of my time, I really try to try to live that way. And so this, this mindset says that Social media is actually doing more good for the industry than bad. I'm not going to de- deny that, you know, yeah, some DIYers are getting some knowledge and going and selling showers because they gain confidence. But I think that that's a small percentage of people. I really do. I think the larger percentage, overwhelmingly larger percentage, you have tile contractors who know what they're doing with their hands and, and with the installation side of things learning the business, bettering the business, and a raising tide, a rising tide raises all ships, right? So that's the abundance mindset. There's more than enough work for you and me. There's more, you know, I, I let podcasters, other like Anthony Moses and Kyle Hadeen, you know, promote their podcast in my Tile Money group because I honestly think there's, there's, you know, there's an audience for everybody and not everybody wants to listen to my podcast, even if they're in my Facebook group. And that's okay because I have enough. There's, you know, maybe some people like to listen to every podcast they can get their hand on. You know, I've been like that over the years. So I, I really think that, you know, teaching others how to install tile and how to do the business is overwhelmingly doing more good than bad. I think it's creating you know, friendships, kind of that brotherhood, um, kind of like, yeah, you know, I, people feel like 
they're part of something much larger than than themselves and they want to you know they want to up their game i mean i've seen this time and time again on on you know especially instagram because it's such a it's such a visual thing right where you you're like man i really need to step up my tile game look at all these people who are doing better than me and you know doing all this cool stuff like i want to introduce some of this cool stuff to my market and i want to get better clients who want better drains and better cuts and better you know whatever you know curbless showers and whatever and i think that's the majority of what's going on um and and as far as the pricing and all that honestly if everybody's closer to the same pricing range closer bidding that's good for everybody somebody asked the other day how why somebody said they were 50% higher or it would be 100% higher than the other bids double right and somebody said well wh- how can you be double that's crazy and i i replied it's not crazy i was double my you know quote unquote competition all the time and I gave him the the reasons why, and he basically came back with like, eh. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, I gave you the reasons, and it's true, and it happens every day. And it sucks because the client's like, man, that guy's a jerk. He's double what these other two guys, but in the end, those other two guys might have unlicensed workers. They might not have workers' comp. They might have not have insurance. They might even not, not have a license. They might not be in town next year. They might, you know, they might be doing things completely wrong. They're probably skipping, skipping all kinds of steps in the building process. They probably don't do continued education. And so what does that client really want? I mean, just a cheap bid, something that's going to fall apart. Maybe there are clients out there like that, but, um, I think, having closer bids would at least, you know, kind of bring us all up together. And that's, that's the, you know, the whole point of this podcast, you know, spreading knowledge and awareness is going to lead to consumers having access even to this knowledge. And people worry about DIYers and stuff like that. It's like, ah, if somebody's going to DIY, they're going to, they're going to have to be pretty determined even with all the YouTube videos and stuff like that you take. And I'll give you, Another controversial subject here, a name. <laughs> uh, you either love him or you hate him. Isaac Ostrom. I happen to love the guy. I think he's a great guy, a.k.a. the tile coach on YouTube. He's got a large audience. Well, a lot of people say, like, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's, he's you know, whatever. Everybody's got something to say, right? So the, the naysayers will say one thing, but... There's an, I want to share this example because just last week, you know, or over the weekend, I saw a post of somebody who doesn't even know Isaac, their client hired them, paid them the double price, literally, and said, we want to pay more, want to pay you more because you answered all of our questions. And we had those questions because we've been watching Isaac Ostrom, the tile coach on YouTube. And we learned exactly why showers fail. And we knew what questions to ask the contractors when we were interviewing them. And you, sir, answered them perfectly to our satisfaction. 
the other two or three contractors that bid on the job, even though they were half your price, they didn't want to talk to us about their methods. They didn't want to talk to us about their waterproofing and their thin sets and their grout. So we knew they weren't our contractor and you were. So to all those naysayers out there, just think about that one illustration and think about how many times that's repeating itself over and over again. It's like a domino effect. So that's my viewpoint on it. I want that abundance mindset. I don't want to do the same thing over and over again and expect different results. This whole social media thing and YouTube, it's fairly new. So why are we bashing on it before we've even given it a chance? (laughs) Why don't we see that what we've been doing, what our fathers did, and maybe what we're doing is just continuing to bash our head against the wall and expect that we won't have a headache? (laughs) So that's my thoughts. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And like I said, I can see both sides of the story, both sides of the argument, but I want to... I want to live in that abundance mindset world. I know that the the naysayers, there's there's truth there to what they're saying. Some, you might lose. There's going to be a percentage of people that will DIY it themselves. There's going to be a percentage of, you know, uh, handymen that take the knowledge and stuff like that and, and, and do bad things. Those, be- those things are going to happen no matter what. Whether or not we have YouTube and social media, bad people are going to do bad things. I mean, that's just what they do. I can't control everybody in, the, in my group. I, like I said, I kick them out when I find out they're up to no good. Um, it's not always easy. I call people up and try to get to the bottom of, of the drama and figure out what's going on. I don't like doing that. but I feel like I should because, you know, I'm kind of in charge of the group and I, and I wait, I, I have patience. I wait and see, see how things play out sometimes. So if it sometimes looks like I'm not doing anything, maybe I'm just waiting to see how things play out because somebody told me they were going to make it right or something like that. And again, I'm getting a little off track, but so that's my, that's my thoughts. I'm pretty much going to wrap it up here. I hope you enjoyed my uh, my solo episode today. Let me know if you did. Let me know if it was way too long or way too boring. Uh, I'd love to hear your, your thoughts on social media. What do you think? Is it good or bad for the industry? Is it doing more good or, or more bad? Uh, how about this large event debate? What's the future of large events in your opinion? Uh, hopefully I'll see you at coverings or at one of those other smaller events. And then we're and then uh have you ever been to one? Let me know. Hope you enjoyed my Tice recap. All right, tile friends. Well, until I talk to you next week, stay positive out there. And for goodness sakes, friends, stay profitable. I really would appreciate a five-star review on iTunes. We've got a new a newsletter. It's a weekly newsletter. It gives a recap of everything going on on social media and it also uh, gives a recap of the podcast episode if you want to get on that newsletter go to tilemoney.com sign up for the newsletter talk to you next week friends
Have a good one.